Hey guys, Vanessa here with a little bonus episode today. Okay, so I interviewed all of our guests remotely over Zoom this season with our producer Sabina Wax and technical producer David Coachberg listening in. And sometimes the convo was like so lit that we kept going even after the official interview concluded. My chat with Anthony last week touched on some fascinating and somewhat controversial topics. And since Sabina and I are like super into tarot and astrology, and David is super not into tarot and astrology, I was curious what he thought of it since a lot of our audience probably isn't too into those things either. We ended up diving even further into the relationship between science and spirituality, and I wanted to share it with you. I want to know if all of this has made David, has it made you yes. more interested? Because David doesn't give a shit about astrology. That's fine. So, but has this changed your mind at all, seeing how intricate it, or not really? And don't lie for the sake of me being here. <laughs> yeah, don't lie. I don't really care. <laughs> well, it hasn't, like, I, I agree with a lot of what you were saying in the interview. And I, I agree with the idea that it's a tool that can be very useful. I personally am not that interested in it as a tool for me. Like you don't but like I don't your chart think read? that it's aren't you uh, like aren't you like what's in my chart? It just doesn't really appeal to me, but Everyone's I don't different. but but yeah, yeah. but I don't think that it's useless or anything. Like right. I think it is valuable to people. I just don't feel drawn to that particular thing, but like I I do believe that things that are seemingly more spiritual than scientific, that doesn't necessarily mean they aren't rooted in science. I I do think there's a lot of stuff that can be real that we just maybe can't explain yet because our definition of modern science can't empirically explain it. But that doesn't mean that maybe oh, like I want to talk about that too. A I century like, uh, from now, maybe science will be able to explain it, like stuff like acupuncture yeah. or astrology or like those kinds of things that help people, but science right now can't explain it. So then, pure science people will say it's not real or... Is it that it's not... Is it that it's disproven or is it simply not proven yet? Not proven yet, in my opinion, right? But that's anything. But we do the same thing with mental health. We can't prove a lot of things that go on psychologically, right? We don't understand the, the human mind to its full capacity. We don't. There's no way. Like, if we did, we would understand why people believe one thing versus another instead of right. all of us believing the same thing we're all individuals, right? We all have our own minds. We all have our own experiences that shape us in life. Well, yeah. So. And then, because I always think like also things being proven usually cost money. So a lot of the times when we're, whenever, you know what, I was, this is not related, but totally related. I was, I, you know, I've been sober for two years now and we were talking about how it's impossible to find a good non-alcoholic red wine. Okay, they don't, they taste like shit, but you can find a million identical tasting non-alcoholic beers. And I was like, is this because traditionally red wine is more of a woman's drink? Like, is it, is that, and, and a lot of people will say, yeah, it's harder because of the way grapes are fermented and stuff, yeah. but how much funding has really been put into making a non-alcoholic red wine versus a beer, which is much more of a lucrative, what they mm -hmm. perceive to be a lucrative market. So again, I don't want to, I don't know if you're out there trying to make this wine, great. Like, I don't know if it's actually just not possible, but I always think about this, the things we choose to fund and put science behind are high agenda items. So is it possible we just haven't decided, like, we're going to put a bunch of funding into trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with, with astrology and yeah, the planet? exactly. Exactly. It, I mean, I agree with you. It's like this idea of, like, even in science, right, there's, like, radio waves and sound waves and, 
you know, vision, all these waves, like, but they're intangible. We can't see them. How can we prove that to be real? Well, there was obviously funding and money put into it in some way, shape or form to make us learn, like, how do we hear something? Like, what is the reverberation off of it? But we aren't putting that same sort of money into something a little bit more esoteric or intangible. Right. Yeah. Like it's the same with a lot of, no, but you're right. Because it's the same with like acupuncture, let's say, or like you look at like Mm -hmm. Chinese medicine or like Eastern medicine and how like a lot of those things are not scientifically proven. Like Mm -hmm. they're, they're not, right? Like there's, so, you know, a lot of hard science people would just be like, nope, like, sorry, there is no proof behind that. It doesn't work. Whereas like, okay, there's no denying that it works for for thousands, if not millions of people. So like- mm-hmm. the, there's, there's also another factor that sometimes science also is wrong. Like sometimes right. established right. science mm-hmm. can be then disproven. That's so right. you because have something that's acceptable for hundreds of years or thousands of years, and then all of a sudden new research that's right. gets- Like the earth being flat. Yeah. Like that was once well, proven. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's like we, science is truly just theory, period. That's what, that's really what even, and anything is, not to get like super existential, but like nothing is actually truly real, right? It's all like, it's all a mental state, right? It's it's us putting confines and labels on things to understand them better because we need that as humans so we don't get lost in this liminal space yeah. of nothingness and have an existential crisis. That's why science... <laughs> And spirituality are both about finding our purpose in some way. It's just that we haven't we haven't funded or found the way to prove some of these more spiritual concepts, but we can't even fully prove these scientific concepts either. Not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but there's a it's true. No. There, and we're only point, all, and we're only proving them with the tools we have, right? Mm-hmm. So like often it's like we just don't have the tools to prove something more esoteric. Like we we don't have that yet. We don't have the right measurements, right? Like, you know, we have a microscope which measures certain things, but we don't have whatever the tool would be to prove that there is like some sort of spiritual whatever. Yep. And like, you know, how do you measure? (laughs) Very scientific explanation. No, but it's true because I mean, that, that also goes back to like psychology and mental health. Like how do you measure emotion? Right. Right, 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 right. You don't. Right? And you see all these like scales and shit that people make up, right? Like it's yeah. like the happiness scale, the blah, blah, blah scale. And it's like they're trying, but. Yeah, and like, that's how the difference we, how... between physical and mental health. Like the the way that the. Right. Health, the way the healthcare system treats. Exactly. Physical health. But then I think there's, there's just more, there's more comfort in feeling like there's just one clear rule to mm-hmm. follow. But then. There's a flip side because, like, you can go to the doctor and the, the doctor will take a blood test and read it and say, okay, you're deficient in this value. So then, therefore, we'll just give you this medication as opposed to getting to the root cause of why are you deficient in that thing. Right. So, so science is relying on rules that are established, but those aren't always totally the best way to solve a problem. So it's not perfect either. No, exactly. And I think that's the thing too, is like people who are hard on science, right? Like this is it. This is the only thing. You're not being open-minded enough to understanding that maybe there are other avenues, right? Like, so my partner- that's the thing with religion. Oh my God, people do that with religion too. Exactly. Exactly. Because we only see it as like, we need that sense of of concreteness, right? Because we can't exist without it. We feel existential crisis if we don't have it, Right. Um, you know, you're your partner, talking about sorry, I interrupt you. Oh yeah. So that was, I was about to say was that my, um, 
you're talking about acupuncture. My partner's aunt was an RN or still is an RN and she has been her entire life, but now she's an acupuncturist and she owns her own clinic, right? But she integrates Eastern and Western medicine together in her ah. clinic because there are, there is validity in some way, right? To treating the physical self, but also the spiritual, emotional, mental mm. self too, and how they all are correlated. Health, mental health is health, period. Emotional yeah. health is health, period. Even spiritual health is health because we mm-hmm. need those things. Like same thing with sexuality. How do you measure that? You can't, it's fluid. Right. Oh my God. And that's another, you're right. People hate that. They just mm-hmm. want to be able to check a box. Like they're like, I don't understand. And if I don't understand, then it's wrong. Yeah. I feel like also like, it's so interesting. You guys are saying this and we were talking about science and all this amazing stuff that comes out of science. But like, what's so weird to me is when science people are like, no, only science. And I'm like, but science is all about questions and being like, right. well, what if, right? Or like, what about this? Like, that's what I don't get when people are so hardcore about it. Like I have friends like that who are like, like they're in pain, but they won't see an acupuncturist or go to a Reiki healer because they think it's ridiculous. And I'm like, right. but if you're in pain, like, why wouldn't you just try? Like, totally, you know, and see what happens. It may not work. Like, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, but like, you know, there's so much out there to learn that we don't know. And like, obviously science has proven that. And even like Anthony, Vanessa and I were doing some research before we talked to you about astrology and science and like Galileo was an astrologer yes. as well as an astronomer. Yeah, of course. That's, That's what I mean. They were the same. Astronomy. Like, yeah. So I was like, so much of our science actually comes from spirituality. Like Albert Einstein also was very spiritual. I would say, I was literally about to say Albert Einstein. <laughs> he was very spiritual. Very spiritual. He's credited as like one of the greatest scientists of all time, but he had a really deep spirituality. He was also a Pisces, by the way. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I think we should just end on Albert Einstein was a Pisces and leave it at that. Yeah, that should be the title of the episode. Albert Einstein. Oh my was God. A That's pretty good. People are going to be like, fuck this show. <laughs> People are already like, fuck this show. Don't worry. This is like a discussion guide. Like, you know what? A discussion there, guide. Yeah. Like look at us like talking about it because like, wait, what a good idea to just have discussion guides for every episode. It's like five ways to take this conversation further. That's a fucking good idea. I love that. And I hope, and I hope you use <laughs> fucking good in your podcast. Yes. Oh my God. Of course. Of course. We'll just um, write the episode. Albert Einstein was a fucking Pisces. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> But you know what, you know, you're talking, I talked about how so many people are going to be like, oh, fuck this episode. But there's going to be that one person who's going to be like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Okay. There will be more than one person, Anthony. Don't worry. We get fan mail all the time. All right. People are going to be stoked. And I think like, it's important actually that we broach these subjects. Yeah. That is a a tie through all the seasons. Like this is more overtly going right for that topic, but like. Most of your conversations and and the different people you talk to, everything is about different interpretations of like what a math person means or Mm -hmm. different interpretations of how that can impact your life. And just and and just the idea of being open minded to things, I think, is core to stuff that you're always talking about yourself and talking to people about. And that's the, the most important with this kind of stuff, like either evaluating science or evaluating spiritual things ultimately being I think a good person for yourself and for the world is being Mm open-minded and and wanting to learn about everything yeah adapting to change Mm -hmm. right and like that's why I said to that last question like what would you say to someone who wouldn't think that they're a math person it's about perspective but the same thing right this whole conversation is about having looking at a different perspective yeah period yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 
Wow, guys, what a time. This was so good. I can't believe we just like recorded a whole other podcast after the podcast. <laughs> but I love it though. I love it. This was this was really important. We'll, we'll definitely include this. So we'll find a way to like, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Well, that's it for today. If you've got a friend that might have a hot take on this topic, share Anthony's episode with them and tweet us at Math Therapy, especially if you get into any like really spicy debates. And remember, I'll see you back here on Thursday when I interview, wait for it, a real life mathfluencer. Yep, that's a thing. See you guys Thursday. Bye.